Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome back, everybody. It's Tuesday, March 7th, 2023. Born on this day in 1917, late character actor Davis Roberts of Mobile, Dr. Caldwell and Sanford and Son. Let's talk about storm aftermath, China's land purchases, and education issues as the legislative session kicks off. My name's Ike Morgan, and we're down in Alabama. A Huntsville Utilities employee was still hospitalized yesterday at UAB Hospital in Birmingham after he contacted a primary line during Friday's line of storms that blew through the state, reports AL.com's Lee Root. Utility spokesman Todd Long said the employee was in good spirits on Monday and that the injuries were not life-threatening. The storm that moved through the Huntsville area destroyed 33 power poles, caused some damage to 39 more, and knocked down 98 power lines. Nearly 40,000 households and businesses in Madison and Limestone counties lost power. AL.com's William Thornton reports that three men in three areas died from falling trees. A 63-year-old in Huntsville was hit by a limb while he was cleaning up debris. In Florence, a 43-year-old man was killed when reportedly he was hit by a tree while standing outside a vehicle on private property. And in Talladega County, a 70-year-old man was sitting in his truck when it was hit by a tree as the storms moved through. You've probably heard of some of the recent concern in political corners over Chinese purchases of U.S. farmland. U.S. Senator from Alabama Tommy Tuberville co-sponsored a bill last year to prohibit China from buying American land. AL.com's Paul Gaddis reported on how much farmland has been acquiring. As our other U.S. Senator Katie Britt said at a Senate committee hearing last month, one acre of American farmland owned by the Chinese Communist Party is one acre too many. Tuberville's office has cited USDA stats that China's agricultural land holdings in the states has grown from around 14,000 acres in 2010 to more than 352,000 acres in 2020. Still, it's worth noting that of all the 40 million acres of foreign-owned land in the U.S., China owns less than 1% of it. And according to Auburn University Associate Professor Michael Taylor, who's been studying the issue, none of China's land is in Alabama. There's a balance here regarding our foreign investment. You can ask anybody involved with Alabama's automaking industry or auto suppliers whether foreign investment can be a good thing. Balance that with concerns over a Chinese company's purchase last year of around 300 acres in North Dakota, just a few miles from an Air Force base. Rick Pate is the Alabama Commissioner of Agriculture and Industries. Quote, That whole thing frightens people, so I don't want to diminish people's concerns. I don't think it's much of a problem, especially not in Alabama, but even nationwide as far as China's investment. But we need to probably have a national policy before it is a problem. Now, geopolitically, China is obviously a different kind of player than some of these other nations. But for perspective, while the Chinese account for less than 1% of foreign-owned land, Canada accounts for 31% and the Netherlands 12%. In Alabama, the Netherlands is the top foreign landowner. 
followed by Canada, the UK, and Germany. We finally reached the opening day of the 2023 legislative session. Governor Kay Ivey is scheduled to give her State of the State speech today. Education has been cited as a likely big topic for the session, and indeed, there have been a number of bills aimed at K-12 education. Let's list them off, as reported by AL.com's Trisha Powell Crane. First, a bill similar to one filed last year prohibiting discussion of divisive topics. A bill that would give parents a $6,000 voucher for each school-aged child that could be used to educate their child in a private school. A bill protecting student-led prayer that would allow students to use the school's resources to do so. A bill requiring schools to have regular lockdown drills involving school resource officers and a bill changing the label on a school receiving an F on the school report card or designated failing under the Alabama Accountability Act from a failing school to a fully supported school. I think that means that during my first semester in college, I was a fully supported student. Now, we also could see some movement on the more hot-button ideological topics such as critical race theory and transgender issues, etc., that lawmakers may have chosen to not show their hands on just yet. That's yet to be seen. The session officially begins at noon today and can last up to 15 weeks. Thank y'all so much for listening. We're going to be back here tomorrow. Until then, come by and see us on the internet at al.com. Thank you.